Oh, hi, everybody. It's Steve White for the Prep for Today podcast. Uh, this is episode number four. Uh, this episode is going to be about salad greens and growing salad greens in containers. Uh, before I get into the topic, I'd like to first go ahead and say thank you for listening and let you know that I'm back. Uh, it's been a while since I published an episode. I got some new equipment, a new microphone to be specific, and a long list of topic areas I uh, plan on recording about. So if you like what you're hearing, uh, please subscribe. Also, if you have some comments or suggestions, I'm, I'm more than open to hear them. Uh, please stop by prepfortoday.com and either leave me a comment on the episode in particular, or if you, there's a comment button up above, uh, which will send me an email, or you can just send me an email directly at steve at prepfortoday.com. So, on to the topic. I'll be reviewing the benefits of the inputs, the process of assembling and setting up, as well as the care for the container gardens. So, first of all, the benefits. Some of the salad greens that you get in some of these mixes are varieties that aren't shelf-stable, so you'll never see them in the grocery store. Uh, They don't travel well. They don't last very long. What you're seeing in the store is stuff that will hold up to, to time and travel. So, uh, first of all, some of the quality is just phenomenal. Uh, you'll taste the butter. You'll think that there's actually butter on the lettuces, as an example. It's soft. It almost melts in your mouth when you eat it. Nothing like what you get in a store. So, um, the cost factor is going to be pretty significant as well. Uh, what you pay right now for anywhere from 25 to $5 a bag for some of the gourmet blends that are packed in some type of gas uh, that have been shipped from who knows where, uh, you look at the equivalence of that, and you're going to end up with, say, nine of those bags for a dollar something in seed, plus a little bit of soil and some of your time. Uh, it doesn't even begin to compare. Uh, the convenience, being able to walk out on your on your back deck or on your porch or if you're in a, an apartment or whatever or a condominium, to walk out into the patio, and there you have fresh greens right there next to your kitchen. They're in the sunshine one minute, and then they're on your plate the next. Uh, that's just excellent. And it's always there, so you don't run out because you only harvest it when you need it, so it's always fresh. And then the control. You control what goes in there, uh, your inputs, as far as if it gets fertilized or what it gets fertilized with. Um, it's not sprayed or it's not gassed to, to stay stable in the bags, things like that. And then the safety factor. A few years ago, there were some pretty significant recalls on some of the, I believe that they were spinaches that had some issues with salmonella and things like that. Well, when you grow them yourself, they're not processed in a plant with you know, who knows how many thousands of pounds of other product that uh, you have no control over. So you've got a big safety factor there as well. So that said, I'm going to move on to the inputs on basically what you need to set up a a salad container. Uh, First of all, obviously, you're going to need the container. You can use practically anything as far as containers are concerned. Uh, Salads don't grow, salad greens don't grow very deep roots, so you don't have the deep requirement that you would for something like a tomato or a pepper. But what I prefer to use are window boxes. Uh, Some of the window box plastic containers, they're about 5 inches wide by 5 inches tall by 16 to 24 inches long. Um, If you stop by prepfortoday.com and look at the the show notes for this episode, I've got a picture of some of our salad containers. I also have a link to a video that I have up on YouTube of assembling one, so that's there for you. Um, With these containers, I'll go ahead and I'll fill those with a good quality growing medium, uh, something that uh, either, either a container mix or uh, garden soil mix, something that's not too heavy, but uh, of a decent quality. There's some cheap ones out there. I would avoid the cheap ones if you can because they're oftentimes they're going to dry out for you too quick. Um, they're, they're cheap for a reason, and they're cheap in quality to be cheap in price. So 
uh, spend a little bit more and get a good quality. Uh, I prefer organics, though you can use whatever, any of the other brands that are out there as well. So, And then for the seeds, I'm using an assortment of different types of seeds. I like to rotate different containers. Some will have gourmet blends, some will have mescaline mixes, some will have spinaches, things like that. And I'll get to uh, succession planting here later on in the episode to explain that in a little more detail. But basically they're just a loose leaf type salad blend. So to assemble the container, now first of all, if they don't have drainage holes, you're going to want to drill holes in the bottom of the container. Uh, you, I prefer have, being able to water up from the bottom. Then you're going to want to go ahead and fill your containers with your soil mix. Uh, fill them to within an inch or two from the top. You don't want to fill them all the way to the top uh, for multiple reasons, but the key reason being is you want to leave some room so that when you harvest, there's still a couple inches of growth left that's going to regrow for you. But we'll talk about that when we get to the care section. Then basically I like to go ahead and do water in that soil. Uh, preferably if you fill it, fill it halfway and then water that in and then fill it again. Uh, give that a little bit of water and then just top dress it with seeds. And you'll sprinkle the seeds like you're spreading grass seed. Just kind of sprinkle them nice and even across the top. And then tamp them down with your hand uh, to ensure good contact with that damp soil. And then spray down with a spray bottle. Kind of mist that top so that those seeds are damp. And there you go. That's all there is to it. It takes them a few days to germinate, and then once they germinate, you're going to want to start, as soon as you start to see that germination, you're going to want to water it from the tray. And then that water is going to work its way up, it's going to wick up, and those roots are going to go down and look for that water and, and pull those nutrients. So, something to keep in mind also is going to be the lighting requirements. Uh, when they're germinating, you really, lighting's not that critical. Uh, but as soon as they do germinate, you, they're going to want to have some light. Uh, preferably, the, the better light you can have, the better, like a, flu- like a bank of fluorescence or some type of grow light, especially until they set their first set of leaves, of real leaves. Uh, what will happen is those, once those seeds sprout, they have enough energy to get themselves shot up and up to reach up for some light, and then they begin their photosynthesis process. But what's happening is if they have insufficient light, they just keep reaching and reaching and reaching, and they get really lanky, and then they end up falling over and dying because... A, they got too long and lanky, and B, they ran out of energy before they could begin their photosynthesis process. So um, if you have a grow light or a fluorescent bank or something where you can give them, or you can, if, it's, if it's late enough in the season that you get a lot of good sunlight outside, you can get them outside and get them started that way. But it's very important. Um, I run a grow light uh, for 16 hours a day. It's set on a timer. Basically, they're just standard full-spectrum fluorescent bulbs. They're not even grow bulbs. And those work really, really well. I keep those a couple inches off the top of the containers, and uh, and they just go like crazy. And then uh, just keep a good eye on them. Uh, make sure that it doesn't dry out. Uh, about once a week or so, water from the bottom and let that water wick up through. Uh, I water it until it's not absorbing anymore, and then just leave some in the tray, and then it'll it'll work its way up, and then I just let it go. I don't overwater. And then growing. Um, that's pretty much it. Whenever you've got an opportunity to give it some natural sunlight, like here it is, it's in early March. Uh, some days are still cool. We've got a little plastic grow house out on the porch. Um, if I know it's going to be a decent day and it's going to be decent temperatures in there, and decent, I mean 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit is fine, um, I'll start putting them out there during the day- daylight so that they get some natural sunlight. Uh, the more natural sunlight you can give them, the, the quicker they're going to set full leaves and the sooner they're going to get off to a running running start. So, and that's it. You just kind of keep them, keep them going, keep them watered, keep them getting some sunlight, and uh, you're in good shape. And then the, the best part is harvesting. Um, after the salad greens are about four inches or more above the, the edge of the container, 
you'll want to go through when you're ready to harvest, use a nice pair of sharp scissors, and you just give it a haircut, flush to the top of the container. Uh, for the, for the various containers for the two of us, we'll go through and we'll harvest them in thirds usually, and that'll end up being two full salad bowls worth of salad. Uh, we'll use the same lettuces for salads. We'll use them for uh, putting on tacos, things like that, or top dressing sandwiches and, and burgers, things like that. So, And basically, just once you take that third, and then next time you'll harvest the second third and the third third, and you kind of rotate back around. Um, if after you harvest it, usually after the second time, you start to see it thinning out a little bit, um, and go through and sprinkle a little bit more seeds down in there right after you harvest. That way the light will get down there, and those can germinate and kind of re revitalize the, uh, the mix. And that's pretty much all there is to it. Uh, once eh, you probably get two or three harvests of of the con full container before that they're they're spent, and then you get to start the process over again. Uh, something we like to do is do succession planting, and basically we'll run multiple containers simultaneously. But instead of starting them all at once, we'll start one, and then two or three weeks later we'll start the second container, and then two or three weeks later we'll start the third container, and that way there's always something that's ready to harvest. So we don't have to wait a couple weeks because it takes a few more weeks for it to get back into gear and get those leaves back up and established again. But, and that's that's pretty much the process. As far as keeping them from bolting, one of the advantages of growing salad greens in containers as opposed to growing them in the ground is you control their environment. Uh, you control their pressure and their exposure to pests and animals like rabbits. Uh, you also control how much sunlight and how much heat that they get. So if you're into a really, really hot spell where you're growing these into the hot part of the summer, you can put them in the shade during the daytime and then bring them back out in the morning, in the, uh, in the evening or in the morning, give them a little bit of morning sunlight, and uh, it'll help prevent them from getting too hot and then just bolting and going to seed. Well, that's what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments about this topic, go ahead and please stop by uh, prepfortoday.com and leave a comment on the, uh, on the post. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Um, like I said, I've got some more episodes coming. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, uh, please send me a comment as well. So I thank you and have a great day. I don't know if I could have planned it anymore Or any better than what came to pass I'm always striving to do better than before Always trying just to make it last There's gotta be something better There's got to be something more Got to be something better Got to be something more Something more